Pour that wine. Shut the fuck up. Lick it up. Lick up the wine. Bad, bad cup. Spit my mouth. Spit on it. Spit on it. Spit that pussy. All right. So, yeah, what I was getting at is I need to You know, like, we're going to have to edit Yana out because she is, like, the filthiest person here, I've decided. Yana is, like, the least aggressive-looking person in the group because she's, like, maybe five feet tall and, like, 30 pounds. I'm not even five feet. She's just this <laughs> tiny... And I broke the mic. Oh, no. Just this tiny cherub of destruction. Hello and welcome to episode 69 <laughs> of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I am Andy Triefenbach. I'm Niles Maddox. I am Rin Maddox. I'm Nikki Angulo. I am Yana Lightfoot. Joshua Lightfoot. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of people on the show today because we all sat in the same room and watched a porno. <laughs> yeah, we did. We thought it would be funny to be like, hey, guys, you know that porn parodies are a thing? Let's uh, let's watch a movie. No, what happened was <laughs> we said, oh, it's episode 69. <laughs> what can we talk about? And we're like, okay, let's talk about a porn parody. And then we tried to figure out one that looked the silliest by the commercial. We were wrong. It, yeah, it was mistakes were made. Yeah, we were very, very, very wrong. So the porn parody we decided to watch was a wet dream on Elm Street from 2011, and um, it was wet. <laughs> Could have been wetter. I liked uh, I like Yana's alternate title. I spit on your dick. Yeah, that's yes. pretty much what what happened in this movie. I spit on your dreams. <laughs> but we before we get I into spit it, spit in your pussy. Oh God, oh, no. Jesus! Oh wow, there was a lot of spitting elsewhere. I well, mean, guys, this is just... uh, an explicit podcast for Apple Podcasts. So, um, sixty nine, sixty nine, dudes. Uh, before we get into what we've been watching and obviously the uh, the main show. Follow us on Instagram at Destroy the Brain on Facebook through our Facebook groups at facebook.com slash groups slash DTB podcast. Also on Facebook regularly at facebook.com slash destroy the brain. We also have a Discord server. If you go to destroy the brain.com off to the right on the sidebar, you will find a link to our Discord server. So far, a successful start. Oh, it's popping. Yeah, it's fun. Very it's fun. Poppin'. So it's come talk fun. to us and um, you know, check out our donuts. Other people. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning we showed off donuts. So. All right. Uh, Niles, what have you been watching? So, uh, I mean, it's actually only been like about a week since the last recording, so I didn't get much in this week. But I did. Uh, my buddy Jeremy, another member of the Destroy the Brain crew, brought over a movie he actually purchased for me from the Agfa like film archive. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. You made. I slammed down my fucking beer. Are you okay? All right. All right. Um, but yeah, he dropped off a movie called the McPherson Tapes, which. 
the McPherson McPherson tape. tape. It is a single tape, so I don't know why I'm getting like that. Uh, It's a 1989 uh, found footage film that uh, I would say is pretty damn good. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, you have seen it before. Yeah, and the quality wasn't great. Okay, so this- Which added- I mean, it's- found footage set in 1989 so it's literally a VHS tape recording um, but yeah it, it looked great um, I think for what it was low budget it told the story I was scared at times yeah. I got a little creeped out you but then pretty easily though I do get scared pretty easily but basically the synopsis is it's a fi- uh, five-year-old's birthday party and it's just a close-knit family and they go to grandma's house. It's set in the woods and they uh, all of a sudden start noticing strange lights around the woods during this normal fifth grade. Birth- it's very much like Cloverfield where it takes place at a party and all of a sudden shit just starts happening out of nowhere and everybody acts accordingly. Um, there is some pretty bad acting by some members of the party. But overall, I think actually Grandma was pretty reli- reliable. She was the best actress <laughs> in the whole thing. The Grandma was MVP during this thing. And um, the little girl was actually really good because she didn't understand what was going on. But everybody else was scared and they're trying to keep her feeling normal. And one by one, people just start disappearing. It ends up where uh, basically an alien spaceship has landed in the woods and they are now abducting the family one by one. Um, the ending ends up you 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 get a little true shot of what the aliens are, and it's actually just like kids in costumes. But overall, very fun to watch. It's not long, and I would say if you, you see it for sale, pick it up, or at least if it's ever streaming, give it a watch. It's fun, especially if you like the found footage, like Blair Witch and things. But this is pre-existing. Uh, you know, honestly, I was thinking about um the British found footage film. Um, Ghost watch. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out timeline wise, which where this was, because this is 89. When is um, I thought Ghost watch was early 90. 90. So this is pre-existing. So that's why I think it was really cool. It's like this is something that didn't really exist at this time. And they just went with it. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't have a lot of money. Let's just shoot it and pretend like it's real. And most of the time it is believable. So I would say check it out if you see it streaming the McPherson tape. Yeah. Um, trying to see if it's streaming, but. But yeah, I, you know, another thing it reminded me of was the VHS segment with like the sleepover. Yeah, that's that's what it. Oh, when I saw that, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this before. Like it's ripping off it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Ran. So we have been watching through our um, Alfred Hitchcock collection and we watched the film Frenzy, Alfred Hitchcock's Frenzy. Uh, it was preface to me as Alfred Hitchcock's most gruesome movie and it definitely was that there were a lot more detailed murder scenes than I had anticipated seeing in this movie because it is Hitchcock and I associate him with being from a different time and him having certain limits but obviously towards the end of his career and life you know restrictions eased up And that's pretty apparent. There's a lot of gruesome murder in this that was a little triggering, to be honest. It was pretty hardcore watching these murders unfold. Uh, I liked them, though. They seemed very realistic. Um, I feel like Tom Savini would have been happy with the dead people because there were tongues out. Uh, (laughs) 
Um, I've heard him complain in interviews about people not having That's their not how a real dead person works. Right. Okay, Tom. I've seen him in Vietnam. Right, exactly. <laughs> Me and Yana Thank you watched it yeah. like recent, just a couple of days ago. Did it was you guys total, like it? Total coincidence. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. It's not like my top, top favorite Hitchcock, but um, I will say like there's one scene where the girl gets strangled and then like you Which do see one? well yeah. you see like this close-up shot of her her face and her tongue's like sticking out mm-hmm. and it, it just the shot that it's goofy it looks how can you not laugh right when you yeah see a little it? goofy is that like, like the second you, girl that we see get murdered yeah yeah and you kind of the first thing that i thought was like shouldn't her eyes be kind of rolled in the back of her head instead it looks like she's just staring directly at the camera i think that's so that we feel the the guilt <laughs> i don't know I don't know. It stuck with me, though. Those murders stuck with me. I think it's Hitchcock's only R-rated movie, too. I have no idea. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, wait, is it Frenzy or is it the other Hitchcock movie? I always get confused if it's Family Plot or... I think Family Plot was PG. Okay. Yeah, pretty different movies. No, I I know, but for some reason I just get mixed up. Yeah, we watched Family Plot right after that, and I would say that it's definitely... Uh, lower rating. Also, one of the only movies that has like supernatural ex- yeah. experiences yeah, yeah. of Hitchcock, which I'm like, man, he should have done a ghost movie. That would have been cool. Yeah, I mean, he did do Rebecca. <laughs> That's not a ghost story. It's not a ghost story, it's but a it deals mystery. with mm, it deals with some supernatural stuff. Some supernatural. Very light, though. I, I get I get why you're questioning everything. I okay. like supernatural itself. So is it supernatural or not? No. No. Anyway. All right. Well, cool. I remember when. But. Have you guys seen Rope? Yeah. <laughs> Which is Rope is it's absolutely it's absolutely my favorite. Hitchcock it's totally. It's one his one, most one shot, movie. one room. It's gorgeous. Yep. Gorgeous movie. Jimmy Stewart in that. Is that the towards the end where he's out? nervous yep. that they're gonna fucking like kill him? Mm-hmm. And he's just like trying to figure it out. Like, what do I do to get out of the situation? <laughs> no, 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 no. You better not kill me here. <laughs> That's the wrong tone. You've got to do more. Like, if you would have just talked like Jimmy Stewart during this porno today, oh my God, it would have been so much better. Oh, I should have. <laughs> now I want you to bury that cock in that ass. Oh, God. oh my God. Do you do this frequently? Yana, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he does. Yeah. When wow. we do movie nights, he'll wow. do this once a week because I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> could say this. You did a fine job in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Frenzy. It, it was good, and I enjoyed it. It stuck with me. Cool. All right. Good choice. Nikki, what do you watch? Well, you're going to have to tell me the title because I never <laughs> remember. <laughs> so. All right. So we watched uh, Santanico Pandemonium, which was recently put out by Mondo Macabro on <laughs> Blu-ray. And yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. I will say that like the alternate title is La Sexorist or it's like the Sexorist. La Sexorista, like the White Zombie album? El Sexorista? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the alternative title for it. So I was expecting something maybe a little more spicy, but it. Um, I actually, I thought for the time, though, it was pretty spicy. Sure. And considering it's a foreign, I mean, I this is what the second Spanish film yeah. we've seen. What was the yeah. first one? We watched the one where the kids go to the grave. 
or the not the graves. Oh, like, oh um, yes. We watched two. Actually, we've this actually is our third. Yeah, this. This is at least our the, third. The Del Toro. No, we we watched the um, Galindo films. Oh. So Cemetery of Terror and Grave Robbers. Yes, yeah. I, I did like. I, so far, I've been a fan. I mean, I don't mind subtitles. I actually really, I'm finding that I'm liking foreign. Yeah. Horror movies. Right. Um, but what I really liked about it is, well, I like older movies. Correct. So I think it was set, what, like in the 60s, maybe 70s? Um, well, that, the movie's from 1975. I mean, Where, you can. When t- it's set, I'm not sure. It almost seemed like it was earlier. Maybe, but like it's, it's predating 75. And I think a lot maybe, of that is the color scheme. But I, I disagree only because of it's definitely. It's capturing Catholicism. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. And so even though it was 1975, the nuns, from what I remember, yeah. still wore the habits up until like 1996. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it could actually be like. It might be of the time. Of the time. Yeah. But what was interesting about it is it's about these nuns and one in particular, Maria. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely portrayed, in my opinion, as like the Virgin Mary. Virgin Mary okay. Yep. So she has a very childlike look Quality. to her. Yeah. Um, very innocent looking. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of the film, it shows what you would think to be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Okay. But he's showing himself and it makes her very uncomfortable. Yeah. There's a guy that comes out of the river. But and then has naked. an apple. So it's supposed to be like mm. the story of Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as the movie goes on, I kind of tell Andy, I'm like, this is interesting. Cause then I'm starting to wonder like how many women actually joined the sisterhood without wanting to. Cause at that time, like the first oldest son joined the priesthood. Like that's yeah. just what in Happened, Catholicism yeah. families, that's just what you did. You didn't have a choice. It's, the church needs people, so you got to do it. I thought it was one of those things that, like, financially, I mean, if a daughter reached a certain age and she was not chosen to be a bride Married of somebody, then, yeah. you, then she had to go yes. live with in a monastery yes. or, or whatever, you know. Yeah, so it was, yeah, in a convent. And so it was very interesting because I'm like, gosh, these poor women probably had, like, no choice, really, in the matter. But turns out, like, she ends up hallucinating, and it's really showing her exploring her sexuality but it's such for it's forbidden fruit which is why i think in the beginning of the film there was the apple and well she's also punishing herself by like well and then there comes in the good old catholic guilt right so in the film in itself i think if you know in 1975 i think to show that there's catholic guilt always where's patrick right now he would love to have this conversation (laughs) i agree i agree it yeah, it was really interesting to kind of look back on like your own set of religion. You're like, well, shoot, I can see where the guilt comes into play, and she's punishing herself for feeling things that she should be feeling as a young, healthy woman. And in the end, it turns out it's all but a dream. Yeah, it's it's like a psychotic episode, basically. Yeah. But it's good. I, I think it's a very solid film. I've obviously, like a lot of people, when you hear the name, if you're familiar with horror, you know about Santanico Pandemonium. That's the name of that Selma Hayek had in From Dust Till Dawn. So that's how I knew about the film. I'd never seen see it before, though. So, like Hayek's character, though, kind of 
embodies what the movie is about because I mean she's seducive and yeah. and this man sensual <laughs> sensual sensual seductive ASMR oozing sensuality if Ren's on the mic you're getting a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but also I think it kind of gave I think the the Mexican culture of the movie as well because I mean for my background anyway, being half Mexican, I mean, it's you're very into your religion, you're yeah. very much into your culture, but you're taught not because you're Italian and yes, Hispanic, yes. Right? So, literally, you are Catholic, very much so. <laughs> like, you are the most Catholic if you were Italian, 100%. Yes. It's yes. like tip to tip, like. I, I can't escape it, but you know, it comes with a lot of good other things. A lot of good food. Good food. I mean, strong family bonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can handle your beverages. I'll I can say that. handle my beverages. You can also handle your aspiche. <laughs> Thank so you. So spicy. <laughs> Gracias. Cool. So, yeah, I, I really liked it. I. Yeah, that's a recommend from me as well. Is that uh, streaming anywhere? So, with this one, um, I know you can buy, like, I, I had the special edition of it because, of course, I fucking did, right? Um, but. <laughs> Uh, they do. Mondo Macabro puts out like a red case edition, which is usually about 30 bucks. And I bought that, but then they put out a regular edition. I want to say it is streaming somewhere. Hang on. I mean, honestly, I didn't even think like the subtitles were that big of a deal. Um, and, and all of the movies that we've seen so far that he's done, I've really. And I don't always have strong opinions about Jesus. the movies that we watch. Where is this taking? Yeah. You know, like I can kind of. Well, you identified or, with this. Yeah. This one I identified for sure. And then at the as end. As a woman. As a. As a Catholic. Catholic yes. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I'm still trying. I don't know. Our host is gone. So. How do you solve a problem like Maria? There we go. <laughs> How do you take a cloud and pin it down? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see if this is available. You got me Shut wanting to watch up. it because I was raised Catholic. So I would actually like to watch that to see the, you know, after you talking about that and how you see a lot of the Catholicism come out yes. and the struggles of a woman and also what they teach you in the church. Yes. Is very interesting in horror movies because it's expressed so vividly. And I love seeing that perspective. I do too. And I think as well, like, I mean, since we're on episode 69 and going to be talking about sexuality here, no, no, no. <laughs> I think it does touch on that. Like, it's OK for women. And I think especially at that time, like women were only supposed to have you were only supposed to have sex just to make a child. That's the only reason. Never for pleasure. <laughs> well, during the time that this film was made, you said it was made in what, like the 70s? Yeah, 1975. Yeah, there was a sexual revolution going on. So, of course, they're going to hit on this topic. Yeah, Very true. It's yeah. available for streaming on Tubi. So I think it's interesting because it's like you look how many movies in horror especially are like based around Catholic faith, which is it, there's not really Protestant representation ever, yeah. except for like burning witches. That's like okay. straight up like that's the thing. I mean, it's not like they made a horror movie called The Baptizer and it's about <laughs> Baptists that like a Baptist horror movie where they drown people. <laughs> Red St Oh, Red State. Yeah. yeah, that's that's actually it. I think they're Methodists. Episcopalian? There's something. There's something aggressive. They're Christian. <laughs> They're Christian. It's Christianity all around. We are yeah. non-denominational and we will dominate all of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool. 
All right. So that was Santanico Pandemonium. Uh, Yama. So I'm going to go one that kind of crosses borders. And by I mean, I mean, it crosses borders, not just the horror genre, but just that it is a live action remake. So I decided to dive into Attack on Titan. And it, it there are two live action films in a way they're part one and two. So I would recommend watching them back to back. So you get the whole feel for me. So I made the mistake of watching the TV show first. And that was probably a big mistake because watching the show, it had the impact on me of I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. And I thought the live actions would be kind of a how do you say it? A direct like shot for shot type of thing, which I understand. You know, I like it when they change things up. However, I have never seen that. I just want to point out what okay, you're saying. So, have you, no, no. I'm just saying, like, have you ever seen an accurate? Like, think about uh, what's the one with like the demon that follows the guy around that they Death made note? Death, note. Death Note, right? Piece of shit, right? It depends on which one you're going with, because the okay. Japanese live action is fantastic. I just feel like any the anime American- they turn into a live action is just like it's gonna suck. I so will bad. say there is one I will say as an exception. I'm just going to just hint on this is Rini Kenshin is the best live action remake I have ever seen. And it is fantastic. I really enjoyed the live action for Nana, but that is not. Horror, I agree with so. that 100% too. Same with Rini Kenshin. But so Nana, the dog from uh, the Peter Pan movie. No, no, no. So Nana's about a like a rocker chick. That's and then also, no, also like uh, just another normal girl who is her flatmate and they both have the same name. But one of them is called Hachiko. Um, it's really nice. It, it is really it's good. A good one. So I personally like it, I but back that. in Attack on Titan. So I'll go into what this is about. So if you've never seen or never heard of it, the Japanese title is Shingeki no Kyojin. And the live actions are directed by Shinji Higuchi, who hasn't really done much. These are probably his most famed titles. So pretty much is these people who live in these, I guess you could say, small towns. And Titans appeared 100 years ago. And pretty much, you know, they eat people. So no one's ever seen him in over 100 years. All of a sudden they break into a village and start eating people. And all the villagers are like, "Okay, what the fuck do we do? And it centers on one main character named Eden. And he's affected by it in two different ways, depending on what you watch. The anime, this is spoilers, his mom gets eaten. In the live action, his girlfriend gets eaten. And to me, this makes a big impact because you really feel it in the anime versus the live action because the live action has a certain twist and they change around all the characters. They combine characters. And to me, it doesn't make any sense. So if you go in watching the live action as a whole, and I'm going to dive into this way, it's not horrible. It's very interesting and it has more horror base. So the anime is more, I see more dark fantasy and there is horror elements, but the, I mean, it's very, very dark, very brutal. A lot of people get killed. The live action dives into more of the horror elements as the Titans are very, I think they're done very well. So do you think that the live action could be watched as a standalone and you wouldn't have to watch the anime yes. to get it? Yes. Do you feel like it's still satisfying or do you think that it was detrimental to the story that they combined characters? I think it was detrimental to the story they combine characters because they can't really continue on over part two and how they I feel like they dug themselves in a grave 
So you can watch part one and two together as a whole. But in general, they dug themselves in. If they try to continue this on, they really can't in what they did. And they had a great cast. They had an amazing cast. I mean, there are some silly CGI stuff. The CGI blood is obvious. Do the giants have like 5,000 teeth like they do in the cartoon? Yes. Uh, The two giants they do use, the Colossal Titan and I'm trying to remember the other Titan's name. The two ones they use, they did a very good job on and you can tell that's probably where all their budget went. And as a horror film, they did very well. It was very dark and brutal seeing people get eaten, seeing kids get eaten, parents get eaten. I mean, like everyone get fucking eaten and seeing how people get torn apart. I find it very interesting. And I love June Kunimura, who's done a lot of horror in Japan. He's a great actor and he plays a good role in it. And I liked him in that. His role doesn't make any sense, but (laughs) I mean, if you watch this as a whole, I think it's good. It's very interesting. It's so, a great horror action film. Are you saying watch the live action and then if you enjoy that, check out the anime because it's way better? I would say that, yes, because okay. I think the anime is 100 but times better than if the If you live watch action. the anime first, you won't appreciate the live no, action. You will it's kind of like we were, when we, we reviewed Uzumaki. It's like the book versus the movie. The movie itself is fine, and I know that, but as Rin was reading the actual you know, manga, it was like, yeah, this is totally not at all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the variation between characters because you find out his hatred in the anime of these titans compared to the live action. And this is a spoiler because you find out his girlfriend gets killed. She mm-hmm. doesn't really get killed. So there's no reason he hates the titans. She doesn't really die. So, so it's it not ruins. the same as the mother dying and yeah, him taking revenge. Exactly. Correct. So that was my big issue with the live action is the whole point of the show is ruined in it. So going from watching one to the other just kills the vibes. Now, if you start off with Attack on Titan live action, I mean, it actually was decent. If I wouldn't have watched the anime first, I wouldn't have hated it. Right. And I was thinking of it as a whole. I think it's a fun watch, especially a good group watch. Yeah. Because you can commentate on some of it. I I will say the only thing that really hurt me is knowing the main actor killed himself last year. Oh, in in real life. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. He hung himself. That's And it was really depressing knowing that. And that also was a part of me that really kind of hurt watching it. But I think in general, it's worth watching. Mm -hmm. It is streaming on Funmation. So if you have a Funmation account, it's streaming on there. I mean, Attack on Titan, the the animated was on Netflix for a whole. It's on Netflix and it's on Hulu. Okay. Um, You can watch all four seasons on Hulu. The final, final I'm saying this like this final season quotations is airing. I don't think it's going to end like that because I'm caught up. Yeah. But I do recommend it. The live actions, I think, are only streaming on Funmation now. Yeah. And they are available for purchase. They're still in print. I wouldn't purchase them. The funny thing is like how similar the backstory is to like Evangelion because it's like that's the whole reason is these monsters just I mean, Godzilla. Let's be it's all the same thing. It's giant things. How do we deal with them? Kind of like that. I will say the thing about Attack on Titan I liked is they take a completely different turn when you get into season three. So you think what you know about the Titans is they're just giant monsters completely changes in anime. The manga does not go into that. It, I mean, not the manga, the live action does not go into that. It kind of toggles in it and gives you hints of what season three will be, but without completely spoiling it. 
but I I mean, I would recommend watching that live actions first and getting a feel for how it's going to be and how the characters are. Because I will say the main character is kind of a whiny bitch. <laughs> I'm just wow. going to be honest. He wow. he's a whiny little bitch and you don't you kind of go back and forth with him. But you like the surrounding characters. And my biggest issue with the live action is my favorite character is not in it and not portrayed and that's probably the reason why as a fan of the anime i hated it but if you've never watched it i do recommend it because it has great horror elements combined with action elements and i think they did a decent job for what they did without completely doing a screen for screen like shot of what the manga and anime were i understand they're trying to do something different to change it up and i appreciate that but I I just, it depends on how you go into it. So, I mean, all in general, I recommend watching it because they're not long. They're about 98 minutes each, mm. 90 minutes each. They're not long watches. So I, I think there's something fun and something interesting and something a little refreshing. Cool. Josh? <clears throat> Pass. Pass? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I watch, or actually me. Are you going to break out your plastic fucking bag? Where is it? No, I almost thought, like, I thought about it before I came here. What? No. <laughs> what is in the bag? Oh, there. Finally has a boner. We watch a whole porno, nothing. Plastic bag comes out. <laughs> so, dick season. So this was Yano's first time watch, uh, but I've seen this movie a couple times, and it was been it's been shown on the Sci Fi Channel many many times. It's a little movie, anthology themed horror movie called Quicksilver Highway, and it stars Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> and it it's kind of like directed by Mick Garris, isn't it? Yeah, by yeah. Mick Garris, and it's kind of like body bags. Like when you watch it, you 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 kind of think like. This was probably at one point going to be like a long running TV show and then nobody wanted to pick it up. So they just took two episodes, stuck them together and just released it direct to video. But the sci-fi channel uh, showed this a lot. Uh, So two segments, both hosted by Christopher Lloyd, who plays this creepy ghoul guy. Yeah, his outfit is strange. It's... (laughs) It's, it's like, like black velvet. It isn't is. It? It's, he's dressed like the crow. Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got like a comb over. Well, it's not a comb over. I guess it's like combed down yeah. in front of his forehead. I, I mean, you can't judge him. If you're alive in 1996, you all, everybody, every man wanted to be the crow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he I mean, saw Andy's the crow. still living that life. <laughs> I am not living that life. I just have longer hair. Yeah, you do. Where's your eyeliner? Guys, it can't rain all the time. Tell us about your feelings, okay? (laughs) So the first segment of this 90-minute movie uh, is about a hitchhiker who is trying to get home. Or It's not a hitchhiker. It's this dad who's trying to get home. He's lost in the desert. He picks up a hitchhiker, but on his way home, he stops off at a, um, it's like a gift shop. And he picks up these chattering wind-up teeth, and it turns out the teeth are, like, possessed. Yeah. And uh, bad shit happens. That's really all I'm going to say about the first segment. And But the second segment is, I think, the one that's, like, far more interesting. Um, it stars actor Matt, F- 
Matt Fruit Fur Fur. I it's so hard to say. Uh, you probably recognize. I'm sure you've seen him. He was the the neighbor in. Uh, He's the fucking trash can man. Yeah, <gasps> trash can man. <laughs> the neighbor in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and he was in uh, Zack Snyder's Watchmen. He was also in Dawn of the Dead, and he was also in. As if anybody watched it back in 1996, Generation X. It was the failed X Men TV series. Um. Uh, have you never heard of this? Have you not mess? heard of that? <laughs> I feel like, so okay, fucking let's wide. be honest. I feel like most of that stuff got hidden once they started making money off these. Right. I mean, like, I know there was like old X-Men like cartoons and shit that don't exist anymore. Yeah, like, there was it was a live action X-Men TV show that just never got picked up. But Fox aired a pilot and just fantastic. it got forgotten about. Sure yeah, but he awful. played the bad guy in, in that pilot. Uh, well, the. This segment, uh, he's he plays this surgeon whose hands become, it's like possessed, and they turn not on vibrators. Him. They're not yeah. Are not they? Like would you say they're idle? <laughs> 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 and um, the hands, it's kind of like there's a a rebellion with the hands. They all like start rejecting their owners and they like <laughs> like dude this story is so fucking wild it's pretty weird uh like the cgi today it looks pretty crappy days possibly <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty sure he did so how do how do i explain cocaine it? king yeah cocaine king. one one hand chops the other hand off and then you have something like the adams family where the, the hands are just kind of running around <laughs> evil dead yeah just like evil dead um it's pretty bonkers and hilarious. It's the most interesting. It's rare um, an anthology isn't that. I've decided. I think anthology movies are literally like, like you said, it's always failed pilots smacked together with a guy hosting. And pretty it, much. And they always have like very extreme zaniness to them. You can't not think about body bags when you watch this. I mean, they're they're pretty much the same concept. Trilogy right. of terror. Yeah. Um. Now... There's this segment I'm pretty sure was spoofed in an episode of South Park. Like, I don't know if it was like direct, if it, if Trey Parker and Matt Stone watched this movie and like directly spoofed it, hmm. but there's an episode from season six called Baby's Boobs Destroy Society. <laughs> and in the, I remember in this one. episode, Baby's boobs, she start, hits her, her peak. Yeah. Some would say Baby's boobs start talking to each oh other in, in one scene. And I'm pretty sure that was a direct spoof of this segment because there's a scene where the character's hands are like talking to one another. And it's almost in like the exact same like fashion as, as they did it in South Park, which is just a very obscure thing for them to reference. Uh, reference. Yeah. So. I mean, they did do like what cannibal music well Christopher Hart yeah. who played the thing was also in Quicksilver Highway He he's one of I guess he's the he's main the character's hands? yeah he's one of, well he's the main character's hand he's like David Duchovny he's got like the hands <laughs> with the glass on I think, honestly I think Christopher Hart's like his main career I should look this up is just hands I'm dead it's serious. All hands. Fucking dead serious. Oh my god! I looked this up. So 1989, he's a magician. Then uh, Adam's family, he's thing. Quicksilver Highway, lefty. 
<laughs> he was in a short called One Hand. Left. Adam's Family Reunion. Thing. Idle Hands. The Hand. Angel. Wow. 1999. Angel. He he plays a hand. The Hands. Episode I you Fall to Pieces. Did we just unlock something? Yeah. So that's all this guy's done. Just hands. Hand stuff. Hand stuff. All hands. Uh, Episode 69, hand stuff. No, unfortunately not. We did not choose that. We chose something else. What? What we just watched. What? I was suggesting that that would have been a better watch than what we I didn't, watched. I didn't but hear. there were hands and fingers involved in a way. Yeah. yeah. In a way. In a way. Now, Andy, I saw you shaking your head when I mentioned this movie. I, I would assume you've seen it before. It's not good. It's okay. It's not good, but look, I grew up watching this. I've seen it a hundred times. I think it's a fun time. <laughs> Trash can space. Okay, maybe I need to rewatch it. But it, here's the thing: oh, I, uh, where is it streaming? It isn't. Yeah. In fact, the DVD is very long out of print too. So, from what I remember, Quicksilver Highway was yeah their attempt to do an anthology series. So the two stories that are in the movie are Clive, uh, like a Clive Bar- Barker, the body politic or something. I forget. And a Clyde Barker story and the Stephen King story. Mm-hmm. The Stephen King story was actually, I had to look this up because I'm like, it's not an older story. It's from 1992. That was later put into uh, Nightmares and Dreamscapes, <laughs> which they also I tried to make a TV that. show out of. I need to read that. Um, yeah. I read it when it like I remember I remember reading it as a ch- like younger person and like not being that impressed. Well, so here's the thing: he said it was a first time watch. I swear to God, I remember the first segment with the teeth. Yeah. More than anything, because I think I watched it on Sci-Fi and I only watched parts of it, so I remembered that segment because of those goddamn teeth scared the living fucking shit out of me, and I was scared of the dentist for years because of those teeth. But, I mean, it reminded me of Tales from the Crypt. It mm-hmm. was like a Tales from the Crypt ripoff type of thing. And I specifically remember that. The second part did remind me of Idle Hands because I personally like that movie a lot. Devin Sawa. It's Devin Sawa. That sure. movie yep, fucks. What go. are you talking about? Things amazing. Yeah, no, that yes. movie's good. So Jessica good. Alba is like stupid hot in that. And I never found her attractive ever again. Oh, I don't know I, why. I completely agree. So Stephen King's Chattery Teeth. I forgot about this. The audiobook. It's Chattery Teeth is the story and then some other stories, but Kathy Bates actually reads the audio book version of Chattery Teeth. But also on here is David Cronenberg reading the story. What? I yeah. might have to go for the audiobook yeah. instead of actually and, the book book. And Jerry Garcia. Did you see Grey- Jerry Garcia? Jerry Garcia. I want of- ice cream. <laughs> God damn it. So, Quicksilver Highway, high recommend. Uh, two out of five. So don't pay $50 for the DVD that's out of print? No. You, you have to be like me and had grown up watching it. But yeah. I think it was Yana's pick that night. It was my pick because I am on a huge Stephen King kick reading books wise. So I really wanted to watch that. I have not read Nightmares and Dreamscapes, but it's on my list to read. Yeah. yeah. So that that's the reason I picked it. I, w- I was going to, I know we talked about this in the Discord. Even more reason why you should join the Discord. Um, I'm hoping to read Christine this year, but you have to read a book. So yeah, no, in I'm, life, I'm wait. Well, I mean, yeah, I got him yeah, never one read. for his birthday. Oh no, last he owns year. over a thousand books. He's yet to read one. But I mean, just as far as I've been in his life, <laughs> I know how to read. I've read them. I haven't read all of them. Last year, he's like, I really want this book. I think I'm going to really read it, and so I got it. And like I made sure to order it on Amazon, 
and I was super proud yeah, of myself. Yeah, she didn't even get the I'm movie like, tie-in the I, series tie-in? Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to get it in a lava lamp and a book. That's what he keeps saying. <laughs> Andy, I read the book you got me for my birthday. Oh, God damn it. Oh. Although I'm not okay. one to talk. Here's I'm still on chapter what That's of fine, the but you also don't bullet. continuously buy books. I've decided, I don't buy actually, <laughs> his best reading is when he orders just the slipcover of movies and <laughs> yeah. reads the back of it. That's the most <laughs> fucking reading he does. Although, I mean, however, how long Andy, have I been trying to read Silver Bullet? It's, I think it's been since since last year, October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since last year, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, but it's it took not a me full six year. Months to read Salem's Lot because I started it right. Actually, maybe three or four months, but I started it a little bit before October, and it took me until maybe a month ago to finish Salem's Lot. All right, let's get into our main feature. Feature? Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> major question mark. So, yeah, we, we thought it would be funny to do a uh, porn parody, even though I technically own a Halloween porn parody that uh, somebody from Paris, Christine or Dylan, if you're listening to this, I still don't know who the, who the fuck sent this to me. But um, we decided to go with a wet dream on Elm Street just because we thought it was a very playful wording. Well, the trailer sold it to us. And I mean, tra- yeah, that trailer good. is, you know what? If you don't watch the actual porno, which sure you probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> the trailer's worth it. Watch that fucking trailer. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, we'll we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, so maybe that's all you need to watch. <laughs> so What Dream on Elm Street is a 2011 pornographic horror film written and directed by Leroy Myers as a parody of the 1984 film that we all know and love, A Nightmare on Elm Street. In the film parody, the Freddy Krueger character has vibrators attached to his fingers instead of blades and places women into, quote, pleasure comas, end quote, after giving them orgasms. Myers produced the film with Tom Byron pictures. Tom Byron and Myers had previously collaborated together on the film The Human Sexipede. <laughs> this was released on DVD. I tried tweeting at uh Tom Byron or I forget now. Maybe it was Leroy Myers. I'm like, "Hey, where can we find this film to watch?" Never heard anything. So, we watched it through a website that will give you pornographic ads. So, figure it out. You can just say it. I don't okay. think it's illegal to say the website. Xvideos.com. I've never. You know it. You love it. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> I don't know. Those ads were kind of funny. Stretchy buttholes. Sometimes you see ads for like Disney characters just getting hollowed out, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? Jesus. Why does that exist? Why not? Rule 64, right? So, look. And the stretchy re- buttholes. Uh, I- I mean, there were multiple reasons why we picked this one. I I think (laughs) the number one reason we picked this was the trailer was funny. And number two, it it was recognized at the 2012 AVN Awards, like best director, best makeup, nominated. nominated. Three nominations, didn't win shit, but best director parody, best makeup, and best solo sex scene. Yeah, that table scene, remember? Oh, I know. The only time the fucking gloves used. I believed her. Okay, so I have an issue with the description of this film. I have a lot of issues, but... Okay, okay. And it will be tied directly back to the scene which we were just referencing. 
in the description, it says that he has vibrators on his hand. However, this is a feature that is not utilized appropriately within this film. I feel as though if these were fully functioning vibrators, we would have had a lot better scenes. There yes. would have been yes. more They'd female be pleasure. Yes. There would have <laughs> been were, more there female was pleasure. Nothing. There was nothing. No. The, they were obviously not vibrating. There were no batteries in no, them. No, all it was was penetration. <laughs> It was just a stick that looked like curling irons. Yes. I mean, I kind of wonder if those are really vibrators. You know, those women's would have came way faster. So I think I think the original idea probably was, <laughs> hey, women's. <laughs> <laughs> My English just came out. My- I'm so sorry. <laughs> women's. The women's would have canes. <laughs> well, there were multiple women in that. So women's, you know, ladies. <laughs> the ladies. What so I, I think it's one of those things that they came up, you know, on paper, it looked good. It's like, okay, here's the idea. He's got knives for fingers. So you know what would be funny? We do some dicks for fingers, right? Some dildos. Let's throw some vibrators on his fingers. Cool. Sounds great. But then when it's like, okay, so uh, each one of these takes uh, two double Ds. Uh, so that's uh, eight double Ds on a hand. And it's got to it, be heavy. So basically, <laughs> I just don't think technically it could have happened or they were like it's just it's not feasible we can't do this it, maybe it wasn't in their budget <laughs> for well, the batteries well they did have well, two honestly, at the end yeah that's a lot <laughs> that's all of they could afford i'm sure on your wrist on it's your, a lot of weight it's a lot of weight on your hand yeah. carpal tunnel <laughs> and i don't know if they have the budget to uh i mean the girl that surgery. actually used it was wearing it and then she finally gave up and well, was like she fuck was this more, i don't know i mean can we really say use i mean i guess she was she was utilizing it utilizing Sure. She, she was, was being, being innovative with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But here's the thing. The the <laughs> other she was even like, screw this. Well, there's a technical like disadvantage of having four dildos next to each other when you're doing porn. You're not really gonna see anything because three fucking dildos are in the way if you have one in. Unless you're able to take all four. She so, didn't she didn't take three. She didn't take two. Yeah, it, what a one. missed opportunity that was. I think lo- after looking at this glove, um, I think the actual construction was not conducive to anyone having been for real penetrated. No. Because I think if there would have been any type of resistance, i.e. tightening of a sphincter of any form, um, the dildos would have ripped clean off because, you know, that stuff's tight. So, Andy, what you're saying is that there was too many dicks on his hand. Too many. Too many many cooks in the kitchen. Is that what you're saying? In the kitchen? Yeah. To the old, sp- the old spaghetti kitchen. They could have at least vibrated around there and showed a little something. Those at girls least, got like, vibrate the glove because then they're all like, I, if the glove could vibrate, that could at yeah, least so there was a lot maybe of work. Look, I know this is silly. We're ripping apart a porno and talking about the technical <laughs> merits of a fucking porno. But here's the thing: like, I actually thought of funnier shit. I think funnier shit. I don't know. I'll run it by you guys. So, like. You know how Freddy Krueger, when he slices into somebody, right? He's got the four marks and it's blood. Why didn't we get like four cum streaks or something? Yeah, we barely got any cum in that. We got spit. We didn't even have people getting slashed. We got nothing. We got slaps. Slaps to the... Lots of slaps, lots of spit. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that's like, as Gavin Rosdale said, there's no sex in my violence. There's none of violence in the sex. That's what I got to say right now. That's fair. Wow. There was no blood. No, there was no. no blood. There was no. no horror. No, there was. It was barely. I mean, it's a horror parody, just a name only in the character. I need more murder in my sex. <laughs> the <laughs> other like glaring aspect that I think. Look, let's be honest. This this porn was kind of boring. It, it was, was very boring. boring. It was very bland. <laughs> very drawn too. out. It, it, it's a full one hundred minutes. 
We sat it's through the whole thing. The first 20 minutes, no glove, no Freddy. Just no a fucking music. sex scene, no, no setup. No, yeah. This was just a room of people watching sex together. Yeah. This wasn't even like, oh, well, at least they're all wearing hats and gloves. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There wasn't blood everywhere. We weren't in a weird dreamscape. There were so many Freddy movies. We could have had so many different scenarios that would have been so much cooler than just fucking in a bland ass room. Yeah. Yeah, I think anytime they actually did do a dream sequence, it would take place immediately in the same location. Right. That they, they just <laughs> shot the last no scene. Freddy. Yeah, there is barely any. Yeah, Freddy. like twenty minutes into it, and we saw no Freddy. We just saw a lot of smashing of things. For a second, I thought no like Freddy. we got duped. Yeah. He only he only said bitch one time, and it wasn't even really the way we would expect. Oh right? yeah, like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Freddy screws in. Two of the five sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but every That's time it, really? Freddie speaks during the Pretty sex, much. you, he's, he's, it's <laughs> kind of funny. It was it's funny. really funny. I it like, was funny. We're, we're, <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah. Choke on, choke on that dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite is still like, oh, I'm going to put it in your cheek. <laughs> it's like, what? It's <laughs> not even it. shit a normal person would say. <laughs> I remember there's one where he goes, you're going to come in that dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to come in that dick. Sit and spin. Or no, you said sit and spin. I, I like, said sit and spin. <laughs> Did anybody actually come in this movie? They're I all come drizzlers and not shots. It's yeah. all very dry. Yeah. It's very dry. Really drippy. Way too dry, drippy. It's, I mean, you're just lots of spit. There is more spit than there is cum. Yes. That's why so it's called spit. I spit on your dick or yeah, I spit, spit in your, on your pussy. Dick. It's. It was almost like painful we, to watch. Yana that. saying "pussy" is the most awkward thing in my life. It's like a toddler telling you to go fuck yourself. You just don't expect it. Um, the third sex scene had a lot of fucking spit in it, like a lot. Like Wait, people were just no, spitting on titties. Why the, are you okay, spitting the on titties? The, the third was the solo. Okay, the fourth. The fourth. Is Fourth like was is that really was too we much. were I was gagging in some parts. I think she so was gagging shit. too. She was gagging. She was gagging. My favorite There's still is so the, much the first one. The first sex scene. <laughs> that girl <laughs> was like, was like goofy. It was like Goofy from yeah. Disney with the go 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 uh yeah, it, it just—I don't know. I mean, there was a lot. It, the no music during the sex scenes that was weird. Was really kind of grating. We could have even had like the weird like seventies bass. Like honestly, yeah. I preferred the porno you and I watched. Oh like, yeah, that had at least like a storyline. It was funny. It which was, was hot and saucy I, pizza girls with uh, Jenny Wad. I would Johnny like Holmes. to uh, have it be known that the couple at this table that has been together the longest out of the three couples here is the only couple to have watched pornography together before today. Uh, is that correct? What did you just wait? Say? No, no. What? what? Right. I mean, you that's a hard are, edit right there. Right? We watched Caligula. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and in the realm of the senses, but I don't really consider him porn porn. Okay, pan, well, it's not porn porn. Have we watched porn together? Absolutely not. Okay, I didn't think so. So 
So you broke through. Porn? Well, look, we did something even better. We watched it all together. Well, I can't. I, I mean, I technically <laughs> cannot jack off open. to Sailor With Moon. So. <laughs> You mean Sailor off balls? To Sailor Moon? <laughs> Sailor balls. That's it. Wow. Well, I don't actually. When I, I don't. I watch. So the most. Um, <laughs> oh, I, it was a sense. joke. Just leave it. Leave it. There is porn of it. That's all I will say. There's so much porn on the internet. No. <laughs> Are you serious? What was that meme? We. It was on our Discord, wasn't it? It was like there's so much. <laughs> What? Like what on the it? Discord about us episode. Oh, it's yeah. like, there's so, <laughs> so much, much, it's endless. Before we got here, like we got the message from Annie saying, it come out back. I really thought we were going to be watching this outside. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> no. I was like, all right, I'm fine. I mean, bad enough the windows were open. Yeah. Considering how much <laughs> just straight fucking there was in this movie, that would have been a horrible idea. The if it moaning. had at least been like sweaters and hats and gloves everywhere, <laughs> we would have been like, oh, it's a horror movie. Ha, ha, ha. It's Freddy number 16. <laughs> you haven't heard of it? <laughs> the dream fucker. <laughs> dream yeah, I mean, look, it, it's uh, it's definitely not a good porno, in no. my opinion. It was very uh, It was bland, very dry. Very dry. <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of spit. Lots of spit. Yeah, because it was so because dry and so everything. Yeah, he did some spits. <laughs> yeah, make sure her tummy's real wet. Yeah, I mean. Because her vagina's not. I I wasn't like ready to leave and like go have some quiet time. Yeah, excuse me, guys. <laughs> No, it was uh, it was pretty poorly made, yeah. and it got to the point where like the, the non music during the sex acts, we ended up like busting. But even trying to make a drinking <laughs> busting, <laughs> busting out uh, Charles Bernstein's score for the original, and then I think he didn't you throw like a Michael Myers? Yeah, like, like so I looked up Nightmare on Elm Street techno, and. <laughs> uh, on YouTube, and and a few which things actually popped fit pretty up. well. And, yeah, it, it sounded really good actually. I don't Actually. know if, if we can play a sample later. Uh, yeah, we, sure. we're gonna. That's gonna be the killer track. Is oh, the okay, dope. Nightmare on Elm Street techno version, um, porno version. I know that porno edit. The fourth sex scene though, just it, it goes on so long, and there's it was so much too spit. Long. It was too long. It's like I she you, spit in her his mouth, and then he spit in, in her mouth. Yeah, there was then so she much. Spit on his I'm dick, pretty sure the cameraman just like, spit to have fun. I mean, on it, it's it just, literally like a bunch of camels. It was oh, it's literally yeah. <laughs> I spit on you. There's so much spit, and I'm like, I started to feel really Did bad for these actors because it's just <laughs> well, it's like what Niall said. That's how COVID. Started. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I Josh. I started feeling bad for these ladies too because I'm like, you poor girls, like they got to be hurting. <laughs> They're just getting jackhammered Literally. over and over again. Oh, like God. if you're going for that amount of time it and just... no one is paying any attention to the front of your parts, then it is just like <laughs> the parts dry. that matter. It's just yeah. it you gotta pay attention to the clitoris. It really did not. Look it is like really important. PSA. You don't even have to have penetration. Penetration is like back burner. Clitoris is where it's at. <laughs> Penetration is back burner. So most this is a women lesson. do not have an internal G spot. This is a PSA. <laughs> yes. Find the clitoris. Find Ask it where it's at. Where they had that? no use of that, and it looked like a couple times in that opening scene, or that poor guy's dick broke, and we were Dude. all. Dude. Oh yeah, that was. Oh, I was that surprised. Was awful. That like they Twice. didn't have to end. 
to go to the emergency room at least put <laughs> ice oh on God. him. Like, like well, I think broke. a lot of that is like like you said. Niles, that cartilage tore. They, they were kind of half masked. Oh. oh, they were. Yeah. I, they just couldn't handle all of that no. goddamn jackhammering. I mean, they just it's too much slamming. Actually, it, and all those women just had absolute dump trucks, am I right? <laughs> I mean, shitter was full. Oh, my God. You mean the buns were full? Yeah. Why is the buns? carpet all wet? <laughs> From all this spit. I don't know, Margo. I mean, Annie did say earlier, like, nothing scary happen, happens in this, but those dicks breaking. Like, it, that was, that was, that was terrifying. The amount of spit in this yeah. is terrifying. I mean, that yeah, that spit... Sex scene, that forced sex scene was, was that was the most spit. reaction I think oh, we yeah. had. There was way too much spit in that. Yeah. I Seven mean, you know, you know, you're dry spit. when you're spitting all over. <laughs> yes, seriously. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was spitting, man. <laughs> wow. Well, I think we did it. <laughs> I think we broke the podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, never again. We will do this. Well, it was no worse than the Christmas episode. That's all I gotta say. Oh, look, what I would do this again. I actually, I agree with Josh. I think it was fun. However, I, think I would pick one that's like seventy minutes, yeah, not yeah. a full hour and forty. Could and we get a better, better storyline? Yeah, could be yeah like a better our... porno for sure. I mean, I, I think you should crack I open would that watch Halloween. The Halloween. I absolutely. Porn. I've think been you okay. Have so done the that. first time I came over here, and Andy was like, "Okay," because I have not seen a whole bunch of these movies that any of you have seen. I'm still so brand new. But we came <laughs> down here, and he's like, "Okay, pick a movie." And my method of picking a movie is close my eyes and just pointing. Oh no! Well, when I closed my <laughs> eyes and pointed, I pointed to the Halloween one, and I was like, "Well, what's this?" And this is what maybe like our. Sixth date, yes, yeah, and like I told him I was like, "Well, let's watch it." And he's like, "What?" Well, if you <laughs> as you look at his red face, and are you perspiring? No, you're making me nervous. It's fine. I finally it's fine. got him to get him, you know, to watch a porn with me That's right, a year dude. later. Yeah, uh, look, I mean, it's uh, I know I've skimmed through that porn parody. Well, do we should all just go upstairs and and it's watch it. Now. I thought you were gonna be like, I'm we should all just go upstairs and rub one out. I'm okay with we'll, that Halloween one. It looks fun. We'll watch it in October. It can be our DTB after dark. Set. Right. Oh, after well, dark. Wasn't that the joke earlier that like we had the windows open? We're playing a porn. We all show up. It's six people. Clearly, there's an orgy going around, and we brought the pizza. You also brought your dog. Yeah, the yeah. dogs are here. Yeah, we had to get the dog involved. Well, somebody's got to hold the camera. <laughs> Happy Broccoli Sunday. and sliced peppers and a supreme pizza. <laughs> Mama Coochie's from Mama, Mama Coochie pizza in our mouths. Supreme oh porno pizza. So yeah, uh, that was a wet dream in Elm Street or on Elm Street, and not great. Don't really watch it. Watch a trailer that we'll include in the show notes. Hopefully, you had fun with our misery. Uh, the great news is that we had the idea of recording ourselves watching it, so we will be uploading clips on our Instagram, so you can. Uh, laugh at us being tortured. Laugh at our misery. Yeah, sexual misery. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was like leaning on my hand the whole time. Yeah, like, I definitely had a weird boner. End. I know. I know. At I mean, the end Andy of it, and I, I was both just like, had like our hands to our face. I just like, wanted it what over. Is happening. I was like, this is awful. So, yeah. 
there's no arousal there's, whatsoever. No You're arousal. supposed to like this, but I don't. I don't like yeah. this. <laughs> I'm like, is this what Catholic guilt feels like? Just Welcome. like, just like every actress in this movie who hated it. Yes. Yep. They well, that's were the in other thing. The it's like we. these these actresses. Uh, they I didn't weren't believe any of them. No, <laughs> no, they were not. They were struggling to get through this. You and can the, tell. Here's the funny thing is like, is look, I don't watch a lot of porn. I'll be honest with you. But if I'm going to watch porn based off of what we watch with hot, I and saucy, watch porn. hot and saucy pizza girls from the 70s versus this, I will stay in the 70s. Me too. The 70s was way better. Because at least they tried to make a story. They, they're they making a movie, even if well, it's honestly, cheap as shit. I kind of like the way the girls look better in the 70s ones. Like they don't look so plastic. Less spit. If there's a lot less spit, but like they're so I don't like the bush. They actually do their hair better. They just they just look more. They look like women. Yeah, and I I think that's like the biggest thing about porn. Uh, Here's the other reason why I wanted to do it is that I think (laughs) sex and horror just kind of runs parallel for the most part. I mean, what we probably should have done is watched like. Porno, which is a movie you can watch on Shutter, not actual porno, but <laughs> but what's that? Prawn, prawn, not prawn. <laughs> it's the my kids. You just got smacked in the face like those girls got smacked with them dicks. <laughs> that was constant though. They were like, "Yeah, slap it, slap <laughs> me with your with penis." <laughs> Yeah, spank my pussy. But anyway, I, I think uh, I think sex and horror kind of runs with each other. So I, I, I think it's worth um, talking about that stuff. And obviously there is a subgenre of porn where it's like horror parody. So I accidentally stumbled across a pornography video at one point. Penis- Edward Penis Hands. uh, No, it was not Edward Penis Hands. I do not know what it was about. I do not know what it was based on. However, these individuals started sucking each other's souls out in the middle of intercourse. There was there were CG souls involved. You watching a hentai? Uh, No, it was a live action, and it was not loose. Um, It was a little bit terrifying, but also a lot hilarious. What was it? It was was, uh, some women. I don't know what it was called. Okay. (laughs) Some women. It was just a bunch of women just sexing. (laughs) She just went to Pornhub and just clicked on something. It wasn't Pornhub, but I did just click on a random video because I was like, well, these chicks are hot. Why not? Um, And then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. What's happening? They're sucking each other's souls out. What am I watching? And then I was like, well, I better keep watching because this is fucking crazy. I gotta see what happens. And that was like a highlight for me. I've Why never aren't found we watching this together. Uh, I, if I find it again, I will send you a link. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what we should all be watching. Maybe you women should watch the pornos and then talk about it. I agree. I mean, Let's I think we're more open. I feel about like women make better <laughs> porn. At least we're not just jackhammering against each well, other. Girls, we know what we want. Girls, other girls know what we want. We and pay attention to needs. Yes. <laughs> We don't just jackhammer until we hope someone comes. Just rutting. <laughs> rutting around. <laughs> Hoping somebody comes. Niles, where can people find you on uh, You can find me on Letterboxd, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Niles Maddox 22. You can find me on Instagram at Rinstelgram, R-I-N-N-S-T-L-G-R-A-M. You're not going to have an internal debate externally about changing your No, name. because Niles said it was fucking stupid, so I'm just going to keep my ideas to myself. <laughs> Actually, I like the new name, but... I, I, I thought it was cute. I think it felt a little vintage. 
it I should might be still a, do it. I'm it should be a couple it. account, but you need to keep your rinse. Well, down. people will think that I have trust issues with him then, which I don't. <sighs> He's married to you. I know that. Nikki, anything? I mean, no. No. Okay. I'm not cool enough to follow. <laughs> First of all, you are. You're too cool. <laughs> too cool. Too cool. Did you want to say your Instagram or no? I mean, Nikki and Gulo 1021, but it's pretty private. Anybody, if you wanted to. <laughs> it's pretty selective. It's exclusive. It is exclusive. Throw me a like and a subscribe. Just hit the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell. Hey, babes. <laughs> Yana. I have a little too many. So, Twitter. I gotta think about this. Twitter, this? Twitter, glitter, glitter, no, <laughs> yeah, not glitter. Oh boy, okay, we're catching so, on. <laughs> Twitter, letterbox, my anime list, anime planet, Luna Maria eighty seven, and Instagram is nerdy collector Luna. And uh, Joshua, Joshua Lightfoot, you can find me on Glitter. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Why and is there on, not a porn subscription called Clitter? Uh, Maybe there is. Andy, Might be out there. Or lesbians. Could Maybe. Be out Let's there. check it out. We'll check it. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> JoshShenator1989. You can find me on Twitter at Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y. You can also find me on Letterboxd and Instagram at that same name. Find us as a collective at DestroyTheBrain on Instagram. Fuck Twitter. They're assholes. Facebook.com slash destroy the brain or Facebook.com slash group slash DTB podcast. But to be quite honest, we're probably going to ditch that a little bit and go over to our discord, which uh, again, you go to destroy the brain.com and click on the discord graphic off to the right in the sound sidebar. And uh, yeah, you just join up. It's basically like a chat server. If you're not familiar with uh, discord and we might actually do some really fun stuff, like maybe some, uh, Game streams when Niles is ready to get scared. I mean, yeah, if you want to watch me just sit there and like be terrified, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty entertaining. You have very good expressions. <sighs> I get scared easily. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Can we all play that uh, Fatal Frame for PS2 and watch us all get scared? Fatal Frame? Oh, well. oh, that's been, I've seen that. Dead in a Space? Dead Space. Is yeah. that available on PS4 though? Yeah. PS3. Well, we don't have a PS3. We're not back in time. But I can <laughs> hop on. I can hop on my PC and like. Is it on Steam? Games. Yeah, if it's on Steam, we yeah, can probably we do it. We could do that. Then we can do Higurashi. I mean, they have fucking Phantasmagoria. Yeah. Speaking Ooh. of me getting scared, we watched the Innkeepers. You know the uh, yeah. Which I, I actually like that movie more and more that I watch I it. I do too. I agree um, with Innkeepers. There is like I, I every jump scare got me the other night. I was. Oh my god. Uh, there was. <laughs> So, okay. So do you remember in like the early 2000s, this was like the highlight of my week and I tried to communicate it to other people, but like they didn't give a shit because they don't care about me, but it's fine. Um, oh my God. So you know how like in the early 2000s, there were all these jump scare videos circulating around the internet where it was either like a car commercial where you're watching the car go down go the peaceful the mountain highway, yeah. right? Or it's like, oh my God, this shocking footage and it's like a rocking chair that you're waiting to see the shocking thing. Right. In the innkeepers, it's the rocking chair. And you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? We have to look closely. And so you slow down and you start to like get closer to the screen. 
because you're trying to see what crazy thing is happening. And I'm like, oh, I know what's going to happen. There's going to be a scary face that pops up. So I'm like deep breathing already. I'm like preparing my trauma responses. Okay, (laughs) I'm used to this. Niles Maddox, however, who has seen this movie multiple times, was like, well, I'm just eating salmon. So I guess I'll just be (laughs) fucking scared out of my mind. And... I couldn't even see what happened because it happened so quickly. But all I hear is his fork (laughs) rattling against our ceramic plates because he got so scared when that face popped out. It was just like, just rattling because he's shaking from both hands and they're sandwiching. I was, I was literally like Barney Fife. I was like, (laughs) like, you know, you know, when he's in the, what's the ghost movie he did with like the house and the chicken ghost of the chicken. I was absolutely like, just like shaking my whole plate. Yeah. Cool story. Cool. All right. So check out the innkeepers if you've never seen it. All right, cool. Thank you again for, joining us on episode 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69 69